Hi guys, it's Kara, host of Everyone's Business But Mine. And let's be real, one thing that makes the show possible is by selling sponsorships to advertisers. One way you can support us in getting more sponsors is by telling us a little bit more about yourself. You can do that by filling out a quick survey at the link in the show description. Plus, your answers are anonymous. They'll help us learn what you love most about the show and how to make it even better. The questions will ask you about the things that help advertisers understand the audience. It'll only take a few minutes, and it's an easy way to help the show. So you can find the link in the show description. Thank you so much, and stay tuned for the rest of the show. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Okay, Brittany, you have made me the happiest, luckiest man alive today. And it's not because you love friends as much as I do. You walked in my life four years ago with that big, beautiful smile and southern accent. Then you introduced yourself and you told me you bartended at Hooters. My jaw dropped and I said I had to marry this girl. The inevitable has happened. The thing that we all didn't expect. We were shocked to see it. Uh, the couchy wedding. I'm married! With me is none other than... I'm going crazy, you guys. With me is none other than one of my dear friends, Megan O'Donnell of Bravo Happy Hour. Hey, girl. Hey, I'm so excited to be here to talk about the most important wedding in my life. Um <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like it probably my lifetime. Like this is I don't think I'm going to enjoy going to people's weddings, but I think I will I really enjoyed watching this wedding. <laughs> Megan and Harry who um yeah. <laughs> well, exactly. I'm like Royals, no. These are my these are like my Kennedys. <laughs> Officially. Okay. Um uh let's start with a couple little questions for you, lady. Um, okay. Where are we? As a country, I, last time you were on, I asked you about feeling Giovanni. Where do you think we're, how, how Giovanni are we feeling at this point? Just collectively. Not Giovanni. Uh, Giovanni I think we're not really feeling Giovanni right now. Uh, I think everybody's like very confused as to what's going on. And the uncertainty is like putting this very weird energy into the environment and our economy is crumbling. So I would say not Giovanni, unfortunately. It's more like, 
you know, Lou Ann in the back of the cop car trying to fight people. <laughs> yeah, definitely not as it's not the the best moment for us as a country, as a society. <laughs> um, are we concerned about baby Ben? You guys, Andy Cohen. Oh wow, yeah. And I'm very concerned. Where's Ben? Hashtag where's Ben? I don't know, but I volunteer to be his caregiver in any like I wish like I could watch Ben take care of Ben. Like I'd honestly quit my job to watch Ben. But yeah, I don't know. I'm assuming he has Do you say is John Mayer there? Did he take him? I mean, I just yeah. Wanted to- I mean, someone had to because I don't really know. Like, I guess we're still finding so much information out. Like, there's in the beginning of all of this, it was like, if you're young, you're safe. And now it's like, <laughs> just kidding. Doesn't matter like how old you are. And now you know, with children being able to contract it and us having this uncertainty if children can carry it and get it. I think there's a lot of confusion around that. So I'm not sure what Andy's doing. He might just be able to kind of quarantine himself in his bedroom and then in the other room and like a housekeeper around. Like, but I don't, I have no idea. But yeah. hey, I'll, I'll volunteer at Tribune. <laughs> <laughs> I will mother Ben. <laughs> Well, let's, I mean, there's really nothing more that we can distract ourselves from people who completely put their head in the sand over everything that's serious or important. <laughs> and so let's celebrate this couchy wedding. <laughs> um, we start off with Brittany. She's like in a, you know, we're in Versailles. Brittany's got like her white pajamas. She's talking about how she always dreamed of the perfect wedding. We see a picture of her when she was six, dresses like a bride, I guess. <laughs> this Disgusting. is such a, just like the trying to Fucking make this creepy like, thing is is great for me. I, I think this is where the Vanderpump weddings, I think, really shine. Is that like they really try to force the sentiment the sentiment and it always fails yeah I think after watching the first wedding on the show which was Sheena and Mike Shea we saw how that ended and then we as a viewer know that Tom and Katie's wedding will end tragically in some way so now watching the third wedding where it's like now it's Jax's turn and he's the messiest of all of these people you just kind of watch and it's like, oh my God, like, I can't believe everyone's going through with this and that they think that this is a fairy tale. Like, like this is not a fairy tale, Brittany. Like, you are very much so not willing to see a lot of what your relationship truly is. <laughs> like, But okay. hey, girl, wear your cute little onesies. <laughs> and also, like, I'm very confused. She's like, everybody wore onesies F to be castle creatures. I'm like, do mermaids and unicorns live in a castle? Like, I just was very confused where I'm like, what is a castle creature? Like, uh, like I, a surf? Like, I, I don't know. I feel like this could go back into, like, just, I wanted- I'm, like, I'm just so confused by the logic. <laughs> I would love to see a children's show called Britney's Castle, which is just like <laughs> mountains of, sh- of ranch and cheese from Taco Bell. Um, the ogre, which is Jack. And yeah, just like all of the things that she can find. Those two little stupid Yorkies <laughs> that they have. Um, it's like instead of like golden coins, she picks up like Hooters wings. Like that's like the point system in the game. 
You get five bucks. Um, you get extra ranch. <laughs> um, whose wedding dress did you like the most? Because I kind of hate to admit that I think it might be Katie. Uh, honestly, this is controversial. I don't think I've ever said this ever. Oh, out loud. Okay. <laughs> let me, let me I like Sheena's crop top wedding dress. I'm going to Google all of them. Honestly, Sheena Shea crop top wedding dress. <laughs> Honestly, you, she looks adorable. She looks very I, cute. It's, looks it is the, the perfect amount of like Sheena. Um, like Sheena would wear Giovanni before Giovanni became a thing. You know, like, I don't know. I feel like Sheena's a little tacky. Let me look at Katie Maloney shorts. She did the lace number with the long sleeves, she right? The lace, like nude, but it wasn't really her color nude dress. Um, <laughs> I yeah, it, it was a little darker. Like, yeah. Actually, Ugh. you know what? Katie's dress is beautiful. It's beautiful in a in a different way, and I I guess I didn't give her enough props back then. And then oh my god, <laughs> let me look at Britney's dress. Britney's dress was all bad. Britney's dress was all bad, and it kept it kept getting shorter and shorter. And I just had a lot of questions. Okay, so Lance Bass <laughs> shows up. <laughs> Katie's like trying to get everything scheduled. Um, Katie says the only thing that we I think have ever had in common which was that she was the girl who was like the Lance lover in her insane like out of her group of friends but I think that like it ultimately sheds light that we can also uh share which is like that her love of Lance Bass as a, a youth has led her down a road of like completely unfulfilling relationships with men yeah I think <laughs> Considering Lance Bass was like closeted his entire career in the entire time, he was like a pop star, like making little girls fall in love with him. I <laughs> have been victim to a lot of a gay man love. <laughs> like, you know. have we all? Oh, oh that's have so funny. Girl, Shout out to my I remember when I <laughs> when I read Tina Fey's book when I, I was in college. I read Tina Fey's book probably my freshman year, and I remember I was like you know going through a chapter about her being in middle school or high school and she's like yeah my first boyfriend was gay and I remember being like oh my god that happened to someone else like oh my god like that's the case for another woman and I was like oh my god I think I'm okay I'm gonna be okay <laughs> Tina Fey. and then like Amy Poehler's book said the same thing and like literally every book of every woman I've ever like loved they're all like yeah most of my formative relationships were with gay men or <laughs> in love with a gay man like <laughs> Make sense. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, like I don't know what we're saying. Jack's like drank literally like half a tub of gin the night before. The girls are all getting ready, and I noticed that they're all. Brittany has all subjected them to this like scrunchy bow tie <laughs> hybrid that I've never seen before in my life. Wait, also, they have here. like bow tie. They were like, as the girls were getting ready, um, you know how they do, matching robes, the oh, whole yeah. thing. Um, so Sherry arrives with her freshest spray tan and Mama's in tow. Um, Lala <laughs> offers to put makeup on Mama, and I'm trying to figure out like why she wasn't getting special treatment. 
Mama. Why is Mama not getting professional makeup? Like you guys are using her name and likeness for your eventual beer cheese empire, and you can't throw her twenty minutes in the chair. Yeah, I actually found the lack of Britney's family in these episodes to be quite alarming, considering they went to Kentucky. I think you know, obviously, the viewers watched Jackson Marie go to Kentucky, and they were like, "Get these fucking freaks off my screen." But I think it was interesting that they didn't show them really at all. And yeah, you see that moment where it's like, why isn't your mother and your grandmother getting like a little touch up done by the makeup crew that's there? You know, there's a professional makeup team here. But I think, you know, I don't know. I don't know. It just seemed like it seemed like they weren't really around and prioritized. And yeah, like Mama is an icon. She she created beer cheese. Like she's running this whole um i also thought it was weird like when they were doing the father-daughter dance britney thanked her dad for being there i'm like why would you thank him because <laughs> she's like because i know you didn't want to be here or surprise thank you wow. uh, yeah because uh, you didn't even really see her brothers like does i didn't she know brother? she had brothers yeah i feel like she had brothers Oh yeah, because somebody Militia, her sister Militia. <laughs> oh, I'm gosh. trying to like think of like all of like those random names. Sherry oh, Militia. Oh god, <laughs> I love it. Uh it's, it's so great. Um <laughs> so let's see. Um what happens after this? So Sheena and Kristen are outside. They're like talking about how <laughs> they're afraid of how Stassi and Katie are gonna bring up Carter being around again. And I'm loving this dynamic of, like, finding out that people really don't like Carter. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not even, it's like, it's not even like the guys have taken them, him under his wing like they did with Bo. Like, they really just don't, like, nobody likes Carter. Yeah, like, how did Randall become a groomsman so quickly? <laughs> you know, when Carter's been in the picture for, like, six years. And he's literally staying at the hotel around the corner. And, like, lingering in the parking lot. I loved that. She's like, I don't know where he's doing. I don't know what he's up to. Like, Sheena's like, dude, he's literally right in the parking lot right there. And he comes right up. And then it's like, you know, it comes to he is such a bad man and I'm glad she's able to see it I know it's like hard for her to walk away but at least like I think at the wedding it was kind of a little bit eye-opening because you know she wanted him there and but she I think wanted her friends to want him there and when so she was like we're done and they're like okay well he's not fucking coming she's like wait you guys don't even want him around I I feel like she was offended that he's not a Bo, he's not a Randall where he kind of like fit seamlessly into the group because that's super important like both Jax and Brittany in their vows were both like and I'm saying I love you for loving friends like they both like thanked each other for (laughs) loving to have friends it's like what like (laughs) but it's like because their friends are so in their lives and I think Carter is like so fucking boring and a piece of shit to Kristen and ha- always has been they're all like fuck you bro like we don't want you to be in the in the squad and so I think she kind of realized that at the wedding where she's like damn like you know I thought I wanted you here but actually like I really don't and Sheena's right like I'm hooking up with like the hot tall bo- <laughs> broomsman and yeah, Kristen's like fighting that. with Carter in the parking lot still <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay says that whenever she every time she sees carter she wishes they could have worked and i'm just like (laughs) carter to me i've i've always maintained this looks like you know those anamorph book covers like he looks like the halfway point (laughs) human and boston terrier and that's all i (laughs) that's incredibly spot on 
<laughs> I, I just thought well there also there was like one quick cutaway to carter talking to logan who's the guy who was like maybe in a potentially sexual relationship with james kennedy a couple seasons ago and like that's the only person carter's talking to it's like the you know the biggest cling on to this group <laughs> it, so I, mean. he also Carter. like told me he'd come on my podcast he told me he'd come on my podcast i did like an hour and a half of like work and research about it i watched like all of the episodes he was in and then it was like 30 minutes before and he's like hey sorry yeah the publicist told me i can't do it i'm like what fucking publicist sorry i'm like i i'm i've got a bone to pick with that logan character (laughs) publicist get the fuck out of here (laughs) i know i'm like you know what i thought this would be an interesting conversation but if you really feel like you'll say something something that's so out of line that your publicist will be upset then maybe you shouldn't come on but that's what i wanted him to do (laughs) that is so stupid um yeah, uh, so Carter comes up, and they, like, he and Kristen do this, like, weird embrace, and Sheena's like, I'm gonna go get braids, I guess. I guess I'm gonna go oh, get yeah. braids. <laughs> I'm gonna go get braids. I, I wrote that down twice in two different areas. I'm gonna go get my braids. I'm gonna go get my braids. Uh, <laughs> my so we're now at, like, braids. <laughs> we're now one hour before the ceremony. Tom is, like, fully into best man duties. He's giving tampons. Tom Sandoval is a full, like, pearl girl, and I love that for him. I'm just confused about, like, he was like, I brought black and white, um, like, safety pins, the highest grade tampons, uh, and whatever else, a sewing kit, like, (laughs) double-sided tape. I'm like, what are you doing? Aren't you all just wearing suits? Like it's a wedding like I just have never I've never I've never needed a sewing kit and like why they like groomsmen I'm like I don't know I feel like it's like what the fuck did you bring that's why Jax is like you get a seek I don't want I don't care about any of that shit like I just want like booze and (laughs) you to only talk about me I'm gonna go off on that later but yeah I Uh, I actually think (laughs) in this like maybe make it like a best man's kit that just says like basic things you can sell that's an amazing idea and even like a company that could kind of like plan it for people so it's like oh we've got six guys all going to LA Sandoval can be like do this do this do this like and get yeah. this um uh, I don't know like I, I don't know I feel like he would do fun games and stuff <laughs> um so the guys are also getting ready i fully forgot that peter existed frankly um jacks jacks is eating his dad's favorite meal he says which is a coke burger and and i just want to say this you guys like i listen to a lot of podcasts that talk about vanderpump and listen i'm part of the dead dads club and i feel like i have the right to say like he has to let this go like let your father go like stop using all these like things to like include him like I understand but like once he was talking about last uh episode about how like he takes his dad on all these like outdoor excursions like you take him into the park and you're driving him around yeah he watches you mow the lawn right (laughs) your dad is like I'm so fucking bored like (laughs) um yeah like the drinking out of that like special bottle of fireball that his dad got him i just 
all of these things to me is like, okay, I, I'm getting into something really deep here. I have had this theory about Jax since his father passed. We knew, we knew Jax. We were introduced to Jax as like the bad guy, right? Like he thrived off of being bad. He didn't care what the consequences were. Like he would just like lie and manipulate people. And like that worked for him because a lot of people gave him attention, yada, yada, yada. Cut to his father dies. People are now giving him attention for pot, like not something positive, but like they're giving him attention for not being a bad person. Mm-hmm. And I think then he saw the value in being like, quote unquote, good guy. And now he's like using his father kind of as a pawn to like be like, oh, this is like how I tap into still being like the nice guy, the good guy. You know what I mean? Like, I just think it's like now he gets attention for being like the good guy who like I, you know, Brittany changed me and I'm just like so nice and blah, blah, blah. And I just think it's like such a cop out. It's so dark and weird. And obviously like losing a parent is a very life changing moment. But like the at some point you got to like, you know, Get, get on with your life and not like bring up your father in ways that are not healthy like it's not healthy like it's great for you to reminisce it's great for you to like but like taking him down the aisle and like having a special seat for him I just like I I just wouldn't do that with my dad I don't know I think at some point we got to let it go yeah it seems sometimes like a little performative as if he's like really trying to make it a point to everybody in his life like oh my father died and now I am like my father who was a good man and this and that and like that's great and it's amazing if he wants to try to actually do that but that also takes like you know hard work to be a better person your dad just doesn't die and you don't become your good father you know it's like you know you have some like course correction you need to do and I don't know I just always felt like yeah, the dad died, and then he was like, uh, I, I'm this new man. And we see Kristen say in the mid-season trailer, she's like, Jason's gone and Jax is back, which sounded like a soap yeah. opera or something. But yeah. it's like, it's probably true, you know? And now he's going to be, you know, held to the flames on some of, like, these fights he's been in because, you know, he said to Sandoval throughout the whole pastor debate, he's like, bro, how the fuck are you going to bring this up right before my wedding, right before my wedding? Well, bro, you know what? It's after your wedding now. So maybe we could talk about it. And he's still probably right. not going to be able to have any open real dialogue with his friends because he's just so unwilling to listen. He's so unwilling to listen because he's like, yeah, it's like he thinks like I'm in my final form and nothing you guys can do. is like, like everything that happens is like, you guys are just like attacking me, yada, yada, yada. And I just find it very uncomfortable. And I think like, him constantly bringing up his father is like nobody can say anything to him you know like nobody's gonna you know like go there with him right like yeah like like a a big defense thing I just am very uncomfortable with the whole thing um so you know what like don't get me wrong like his father's not there but he voluntarily chose to not have his mother there like she's alive like you still have a part of your father in your mother in their relationship they were still together yeah I mean I read something online or like Lisa Vanderpump did some after show thing where it was like her and Jax and Lisa Vanderpump like recounted for Jax I guess an interaction where 
Jax's mom told Brittany that she should leave Jax after like the whole cheating thing. And that's why Jax is like, fuck you, mom. And then it said that Jax's mom didn't talk to her own mom for 30 years. And so, you know, maybe these are just really long grudge holders over like stupid shit where it's like bro you know you're so devastated about your father maybe try to mend fences with your mother i don't know yeah it's it's all very confusing because yeah we'll we'll get into that in a second because i have questions about the godmother um Mm. so then as the guys are getting ready there's like 45 groomsmen out of all this they suddenly realize they're like mostly ready and they realize that randy's randall's not there and then we find randall and <laughs> talking about bruce willis movies yeah that was a plot twist <laughs> so then they're like oh get lala to get randall i'm like does nobody have randall's phone number like why doesn't somebody text him? um so yeah I don't know. Lala goes on to say, like, oh, he's used to got somebody giving him a schedule and that person's not there. I'm like, he's a grown ass man. You have nothing to do. You're sitting in a fake castle in Kentucky. Like, all you have to, all you have to do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so then we get, like, he also, like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Oh. Um, we also get the classic Bravo, like, the sentimental music playing as like the guests are filing in and then you see the notable people like Shep and his bottle of Stella and uh, Larry Burkett <laughs> Anna Nicole's ex baby dad or baby daddy so Lisa is also wearing like a Kentucky Derby style hat did you notice she had a headband under the hat no I didn't she was like a gigantic headband with a hat on top of it. Lisa really is like, who is styling her? She's styling herself, and that's the problem. That she is- thinks she knows what she's doing, I, but she's very, very off base. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm seeing this. Yeah, I don't know what's yeah. going Oh, wait. Um, no, the one I'm seeing doesn't have like a headband, but maybe let me, let me dig deeper. <laughs> yeah, if you look at the side of her head, it looks, it looks like one big, like, white headband. Um, it's 96 degrees outside. Everybody's dying. Mitchell, the wedding planner, is like clapping furiously at everybody to get ready. Um, yeah, Jax brings out his godmother and his father in a box. Um, and this is why I, I want to know, like, I want to know how godmother Jenny feels about taking the place of his mom. I want to know if she's really been in Jack's life to be like taking this honor of like walking him down the aisle. So I feel like he probably has not spoken to her in years. And then he was like, oh, I'm just going to get my mom's friend to do it. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Yeah, I wonder. I mean, we don't really know much about Jax's family life. You know, I feel like we hear like random little tidbits of what he says to start when they talk about family stuff. He doesn't really talk with Brittany about family. But I'm like, yeah, his aunt, like was your entire family there? Like who from Jax's family was there other than the aunt? You know, I feel like Yeah, his sister was there. Yeah. Uh, Poor girl. She's like, why is this my brother? (laughs) Brittany is not able to keep her mouth closed at any point in this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Lisa's talking about catching flies. Before I noticed, before they're like, as she and her dad were ready getting ready to walk out to like walk down the aisle i noticed the coordinator counted to seven before letting her out which i thought was very odd <laughs> it's the little things about the show i find very i feel like it's never a spin count <laughs> um, the girls are like all lined up and ariana tells sheena to put her flowers down so she could keep her tits out which i love that such a great friend move tits down flowers up you know um britney for the first time calls jack's jason which i don't think we've ever seen yeah never really like in like a genuine way where i'm like oh there's like i don't know it was like very sweet i actually liked it i'm like maybe they do have like a real relationship where she doesn't call him jacks all the time yeah i don't know (laughs) i don't know (laughs) they're basically their vows are pretty similar to each other they're basically talking about friends and hooters and their dogs um outside of that i can't imagine what it is that they have in common blah 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 they're married congratulations to them good for them you're my lobster (laughs) is that a friend's reference i i assumed it was i didn't even get it yeah it was like i'm so not a friends person i had to google you're my lobster and i'm like i'm so fucking dumb (laughs) of course it's a friends reference i should have (laughs) known so then we unfortunately go back to sir and this girl her name's melissa but i just like what are we doing with these people it's like saved by the bell the new class i don't okay wait i didn't hear the last like uh, i didn't hear you for like the last like 10 seconds sorry Oh, I said we're back at Sir, and we're ta- uh, we're back with Melissa no. trying to make a thing, and I just like I can't be bothered. Yeah, no. Sometimes uh, all these, like these new people, they're they're just too many of them. I can't keep track. Yeah. So Max and Dana broke up, and basically he's saying that he didn't cheat, and that he's focusing on himself now. Back in Versailles, uh, Lance Bass is also the MC for the we- the after wedding, like the reception and stuff. Like, is he getting paid? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like he gets paid in screen time, which like 
he's so excited about like he's like I'll do this he's like I'll fly here for free like I'll stay for free like I don't even have to stay at the house like he's like I'm down to just be a part of everything include me please Hilton down the street like it's no problem um Uh, so Lisa confronts the Bubba's about not being married and finally we said it you guys <laughs> finally it was like I wonder if he didn't send the shit like the paperwork in because he has commitment issues like yeah yeah potentially uh, <laughs> like not only oh, commitment oh issues God. he doesn't oh, want God. to be with Katie this is so unwell <laughs> it's like issue you could potentially have he has with her yeah uh dana dana Dana, it's kind of sad sorry uh sorry my whole thing is like getting a little glitchy on my end i like hear you and then i don't hear you okay Okay, it's a little better right now okay When we see Dana, Danica, and Raquel go out to eat, and the really only good part about this was that we see that Danica has like that low DUI thing, so she has Ooh. like blood alcohol, so she can start her car. And apparently, you have to blow every fifteen minutes while you're driving to make sure that you're not like having a roadie, which is wild. Yeah, I didn't know. that is really crazy. I only heard of that about like, a year ago. Someone like in my life had to have it and I was like that is crazy like I mean it tells you just like do not drink and drive there's literally no reason to but you know that is yeah. precautionary I feel like that'd be hard to be like a young woman and have to deal with that I feel bad for her yeah for sure um so dana updates the girls on the situation with max and like i I don't really care basically she the girl said like she taught max at a restaurant called jones with some girl but it turns out it's not jones j-o-n-e-s it's jones j-o-a-n which is like a breakfast place and not like a romantic yeah Uh, i didn't understand this there's a Danica on this where it's like you caught him in the ass no matter what meal of the day like you know and Jones on third yeah like I can understand the difference between like a, a sexy dinner uh, tablecloth versus like yeah getting smoothies after Pilates but I'm with Danica yeah there's there's no there's no timeline did for like gotta be sketchy like it could be any time of day mm-hmm yeah I agree and I think that they probably did go like that animation said like they probably did go to dinner the night before and then they banged they went back to the place banged and then had breakfast the day after like it makes complete sense to me <laughs> it's like that animation <laughs> yeah true though that's crazy yeah. uh, um, so now it's the reception yeah I mean time. they've been trying really hard on the yeah, I, I can do without them. I think that they really tried. And, like, I don't hate the new cast as much, but I just feel like we're definitely watching two different shows because none of the old people want to really get involved with these new people. Like, there's no point. Yeah, it kind of seems like the cast is very separated. And in a way, it's kind of nice, but I think the person who's supposed to, like, be bridging the gap would technically be, like, Dana. But because she's not involved in any of the wedding stuff, it kind of like keeps her with the with the new people. 
And I guess Raquel is also like a somewhat person that could bring the two groups together. But, you know, everyone doesn't want to hang out with James still. But tides are turning now and people are being nice to James again. Like I just heard James on Lala's podcast. And I'm like, wow, how things have changed. Was yeah, so. on the episode? Who? Randall? Was he on the episode? Yeah, he was on it too. I it's like mortifying that like I listened to two episodes of their show, but it was kind of good. And I fucked with Rand. <laughs> I'm like into Rand. Was Rand being nice to him? They were all like Rand. Was- oh shoot! Hello. Uh oh. <laughs> Megan. Oh. oh. Hey, can you hear me? Yeah. <laughs> okay, weird. I don't know what the fuck was going on. My Wi-Fi. I just, like, moved, though. So hopefully the Wi-Fi will oh. be better. Wait, no, no. Um, uh, yeah. So, but yeah, I was saying, so like, ran <laughs> Yeah, they all got along. And it was kind of interesting because, I don't know, Rand was like, James Kennedy, one of the hardest working young people I know out there in the game. And they were like, BFF. Damn. Love that. Love that for Rand, where he can move forward. I mean, he seems like a decent guy. He seems like a grown man, especially compared to, like, all these dipshits. I'm like, wow. You know, like, when Lala was crying at the wedding, like, he was so sweet to her, and I was like, oh my god, like, I don't know. I thought, thought, like, there were moments between them that I thought was actually very very cute, and so now I'm, like, speaking into Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was really sweet that he was like comforting her as Brittany's doing the dance with her father. And like he like he like he obviously knew why she was upset and was like, yeah, I thought that was really nice. Mm-hmm. Um uh let's see. Okay, so <laughs> then okay, so then we have Brittany and Jax dancing and Brittany's like, You can touch my butt if you want. And I just like oh, no. <laughs> what like what Pinterest picture she saw of like the husband grabbing his wife's butt that she was like, oh, we got to recreate this. Like, I could just imagine it. <laughs> I thought, thought it was kind of in, like cute between them. I don't know. I was like, oh, I got your butt. Because yeah, I feel like he was like, he was trying to be on his best behavior, even like with the weed mentioned in Tom Sandoval's thing. He's like, ha ha, we're in Kentucky. They would never know. It's like, bro, you are openly always talking about smoking weed. Like, and Brittany does like, <laughs> like she ever wasn't smoking weed right <laughs> like it's okay they're fine <laughs> um so then Kristen and Carter have another talk and I think he's just so unwell but finally she's like <laughs> getting it that he is like not good for her and yeah it's just uh, uh, Carter's a bad he's creepy he's really creepy I mean not that like her standing up for herself in this moment mattered because we see that they end up in bed together, but I liked that she talked a big game. <laughs> <laughs> she tried. She did talk a really big game. I was really proud of her. And then she's like, one thing led to another. It's like, oh my God. <laughs> right back to where you fucking started. Right at it. Poor Sheena. <laughs> um so they have like a after after party it's a hooters so the hooters girls are lined up everybody's dancing um sandoval is having a great time dancing with lance uh 
over an NSYNC song and like truly who has more big band big boy band energy than Sandoval like he was made to be a boy band and it's really (laughs) it was it was incredible and I I can imagine like how happy he was and imagine if Jackson actually went through with not having Sandoval there and Sandoval had to see Lance Bass on the dance floor like singing all night like having so much fun with everybody and he's just like (laughs) Sitting at home with Ariana and the, the dogs. Yeah, I think they dogs. He was doing, he put all, all his moves. It was really great. Um, so, I don't know. I don't even care about talking about these other people. <laughs> but basically, Dana reveals that she wants to get out of together with Max. Um, and it's revealed that Max has a big penis. Does that do anything? (laughs) I just don't don't think it's true. I what does Dana know? Like, what has Dana seen? Like, I I feel like he's such a little loser. (laughs) Who are Dana's references? But you know what? Those guys have got Dana's references. (laughs) That's so funny. (laughs) Um, Oh my god, that's so funny. Really surprise you sometimes. Mm. they really do okay so let's see what else is happening um oh so at the party Jax realizes that everybody's char- being charged for drinks and he's like i bought 60 bottles of vodka like nobody should be paying this i paid a hundred thousand dollars nobody should be paying like and i'm like why did they have the apple pay thing out like and what if, what if people don't want vodka do they have to pay for that like are you just you just providing people a straight vodka for free what well, about that's the- kind of what I was confused about, where I'm like, okay, so you have 60 bottles of vodka, but that is that the only option? Like, this is a wedding. I don't want to drink vodka sometimes late into the night. That's when you switch to beer. Like, no. but I guess 60 mm-hmm. bottles were somewhere. Also, 60 bottles of vodka is a lot. It's so, it's so much pop-off. I can't even believe it. Um, so then, like, this is how we see, like, I saw very clearly in this scene, like, why Jackson and Sandoval are no longer friends. Because Jack sees a problem, and he goes around to everybody just screaming at them. He's screaming at Brittany. He's screaming at the people that are working at the venue. He's screaming at poor Mitchell. He's just yelling at people, talking about how much money he spent and, like, blah, blah, how embarrassed he is, blah, blah, blah. Meanwhile, Sandoval (laughs) finds the appropriate people, gets the job done goes over to Jackson and says like oh I got the excuse me I got the vodka for you and he was like oh really okay and it's just like he was just like <laughs> such a monster like and then he says that's when he says like oh I give Sandoval like a B or C a B minus or C like hey it's still passing like come on dude get real like he went above and beyond multiple times for you and you always kind of made him feel bad about it or like not even feel like a little bit seen for what he what he did for you and like where's sandoval where's uh shorts like where is shorts where is shorts no one Still even knows his 17 like hours he's speech. the best man <laughs> oh right God, like the 17 hour speech <laughs> <laughs> like, like lol at jacks doing the math being like okay if you divide the entire weekend 100,000 by this many hours and this many hours this is how much money worth wasted us <laughs> I'm like damn you don't even give a shit what he said you just care about the money that I was frankly surprised that like 
Jax could even understand like okay I have to divide it by this amount and like factor that <laughs> I'm shocked to do that frankly I was impressed um yeah, I think Jax I, might be a little smarter uh, I I don't think he's <laughs> like smart like I think he has like low emotional like intelligence like I feel like like a full-fledged human being like he's completely stunted at age 12 but I think yeah. I don't know I, I feel like he's done ma- he's made like good business decisions like he always says he's like no I have like lots of investments and I do all these things and as much as I'm like you're a dipshit I'm like a dipshit can also somehow have money and invest money in the right way and I feel like maybe his dad was actually because his dad like money and they had like shit you know Jax's dad might have swift guy might have given him some uh, uh, (laughs) advice and he started making money I don't know why I like have like a random thing that like Jax will have money forever maybe there'll be some tax evasion you know in the near future but nothing nothing too crazy you know what I um I don't know what I was doing but I had a vision of Jackson Brittany being Teresa and Joe 2.0 <laughs> we're like, like I mean, hear me out like Brittany just wants a family she wants kids she wants that like whole thing whereas Jax is going to be the one who's like oh how do I keep all this shit together like how you know and I just feel like he's he's very uh vulnerable to get caught up in something like really stupid that he'll have her sign things and she will just like trust him implicitly and not even look mm-hmm. at it. And the next thing you know, they're at LA County jail, you know? I mean, yeah. When you put it like that, I could absolutely see that happening. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's so dark where I'm like, yes, uh, fraud <laughs> and jail is in both of their futures. <laughs> uh, um, so gosh, what else? Um, I mean, Jax is basically just like, oh, did you hear about this? I heard somewhere that, like, the whole reason why Jax is still mad or continuously mad at Sandoval is because Sandoval, he claims that Sandoval doesn't, like, make the effort to hang out with him outside of filming. <laughs> and it's like, you're going around to all these news publications calling his girlfriend a lesbian and saying all this stuff because you're hurt that they don't hang out? Like, this is what this is all about? like maybe you would look at your own actions like once and maybe see like you might have to reach out to Sandoval you might have to genuinely apologize for some of the things you said listen to what Sandoval and Ariana have to say in terms of like why they were hurt like I feel like Jax like like cannot understand and refuses to hear people when they are like trying to explain a situation he just like flies off the handle and you know makes it makes himself the victim somehow but you know with the two of them I, I feel like they're kind of not backing down on this and you know as they shouldn't and like I think friendships change over time and they've known each other for what like 20 plus years like that's a long ass time to know someone and Jax has been a bad friend throughout the entire time so I don't blame Sandoval and Ariana for being like you know what fuck you we're not backing down like you're a dickhead <laughs> like and we're actually too cool for you Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. 
and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. It's so true. And like, I just, I think that Jax is really mad because he sees Ariana and Tom being happy mm-hmm. and like not having to do all these like, you know, life markers by like, we're happy. We're, we, you know, we got the house. We're not going to have to get married. Like, we're not going to have kids. Like, I think for some reason he sees like what he's doing is like better than how they're living their lives but really it's like they're in a happy relationship like that's all that matters like i don't understand what about them sets him off so much other than i think he's jealous yeah i think he's jealous of ariana's like realistic view maybe on relationships and also ariana never wanted to fuck Jax, and i kind of feel like and Jax would always like make comments about like how hot she was and how cool she is and like maybe I feel like Jax is like damn like she doesn't want to be with me and she wants to be with Sandoval like I feel like he also has like number one guy in the group like you know vibes like always going on where he's like jealous of anything anybody has obviously Tom and Katie are different because Katie's no Ariana like in any way shape or form like not short doesn't pose any threat to Jax because he's such a fuck exactly. up himself. like like and Tom's... Tom has the bar. <laughs> like... Right. For all intents Wait. and purposes, Tom really has his stuff together. And I think I think that Jax was super jealous that he did not get a that like a chance to get a bar with Lisa, even though he pretended mm-hmm. like I would never do that. I would never, ever, ever do that. Like you would do it in a second right now if she asked you. Like one hundred percent. Wait, I saw on Instagram yesterday that Tom that Jax has a tattoo that says Tom Tom and I on his arm Ugh. like that is the saddest thing I've ever seen wow. that gonna, really is I'm gonna get a matching one <laughs> <laughs> like that is so sad Tom Tom and Speaking I Speaking of bad Tom, tattoos Tom, I. we saw we saw oh. Max's tattoo which was a uh uh martini glass with it says shaken to death under it in two different fonts both of them horrible um instead of the olive in the glass there was a skull (laughs) Um, and this is art (laughs) and there was a flower on the stem of the glass and it just made me like i'm never moving to la like, I know that no. these guys happen all the time in Brooklyn, but, like, I just, I, I hate Max and Brett so much. I think they're so stupid. Yeah, they're kind of, like, the reason why, like, I like East Coast men. Like, I feel like they're both, like, little sissies. 
Yeah, kind of. I feel like they're like little fuck boys. Like they don't know how to treat women. I mean, maybe they're young. Like that also could be the case. But I, I don't know. I feel like, like there's. (laughs) I don't don't know. I guess. (laughs) Yeah, true. Uh, um, I just feel like they're. Mm -hmm. Oh no! Go ahead. I know you're all good. Yeah, I mean that was basically the end of the episode. Then you know we just find Carter in bed with Sheena and Kristen, and Sheena's like, "I don't do three thousand three times. This isn't two (laughs) thousand (laughs) seven. I like that. Um, like, tell me more, Sheena. Like, tell me those kinds of stories. Like, what was happening in 2007? We need the cameras then. I think Sheena's been living her best life. I love that she, yeah, just like unabashedly made out with some bald dude and was like, Kristen should be me. But instead, she's following around Carter in the dark. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. How are you feeling about this, uh, the season so far? I mean, hey, I'm enjoying it. I people put so much like pressure on Vanderpump, and they were like, "I'm not watching. I hate it." Da da da. Like, and I'm like, you know what? It's better than nothing. Like, I love all the characters, and I'm invested in everybody. And you know, some episodes are better than others, but then there are certain moments that, like, you know, like I love watching it. Like watching this episode twice was like a joy for me. I'm like, this is the worst shit I've ever seen. But I'm so happy watching it. <laughs> like, it doesn't matter. I don't yeah. know. So I'm always excited for it. Do <laughs> you think the controversial things happen? And, like, everybody is naturally upset about, like, the Jackson, Brittany passer of it all. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's why people are like, oh, I hate the show. But it's, like, compelling. Like, you, <laughs> it's still interesting. Well, that's why it's fun. Because, like, even these conversations are so polarizing. But it's also showing a lot of, like, what happens in life. Like, you know, this is a whole new world that we're living in. It's, yeah, like, Kentucky meets West Hollywood. Like, how do they go through, like, Christianity? And how do they see it in their lens, in their eyes, and how they handle things? And it's just interesting for me. So it's fascinating to watch everything that these idiots go through. Even now, this whole, like, Tom and Katie not being married thing. Like, that's going to be something that's going to be figured out in the next, probably, episode or so. And obviously, they're not showing Softy Gate, which is, you know, really, really rough for the viewers. But... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm excited. I'm always an optimist. Did you watch the mid-season trailer? Uh, yeah. So there was a point where Tom goes off on Katie and says, "Like that's why I'm not having sex with you," and I'm just ready for that. Yeah, when their relationship gets into the nitty gritty about their sex life, I do come alive. Like. <laughs> I love it. Like, I don't know. Like, I find their attacks, like, incredibly personal and very mean. Like, no one else on this show, like, is, like, your dick doesn't work. Like, or you have a small dick. Like, I I just feel like none of the other women would, like, say that to the guys they're with. Like, because it's incredibly damaging. Um, Like, (laughs) men have insecurities, too. Like, let's not forget. Like, (laughs) like, come on. Um, And then he says atrocious things to her, too. Yeah, I I yeah. love that, like, uh, the like how they handle their relationship. Like, I would love to see more dysfunction, but I do love that. Like when we do see them really get into it, it's like nasty, nasty. They're so nasty to each other. Yeah. 
so it's deep and it gets so terrifying. Like, I just, if, if Schwartz said, if Schwartz poured a drink on me, I would have never spoken uh, again. Like, if you that? call me out of my name, like, I'll never yeah. speak to you again. Like, if you're like, you fucking bitch, I'd be like, um, who the fuck are you talking to? You know, right. like, don't call me a fucking, don't call me a fucking bitch. I'm your fucking wife. You know, like, that'd be crazy. I'd wring his neck. Um, but, like, but I don't know. I, I think she's so used to it. I think the two of them just get into this, like, really wasted place and have no ability to communicate and then just want to cut each other to the absolute core and make things worse. And and then they can, like, you know, make up. Ba-ba, ba-ba, I'm sorry, ba-ba. Like, couples get off on that. And it's, like, sick sick it really is so unwell um (laughs) yeah do we have you're like you're like good for bravo news i need to keep up um do we have information on the rand and lala wedding because i know that Jax did say that they canceled it because it was supposed to be next month so what's happening Wedding is officially canceled. It's going to be in July, the same place in like Laguna Beach or Orange County. So, okay. you know, hopefully. And Rand was filming his directorial debut um, in Puerto Rico and he had to come home. But he like, <sighs> came home to like Lala hanging out in the pool and like all their stories are like them like hanging out, gorgeous pool. I'm like, oh God. Must be nice quarantining <sighs> with you in a mansion. <laughs> yeah, tough life. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, Megan, thank you so much for being on here. Tell everybody where they can find you. Thanks for having me. I love coming on your show, and I love talking about uh, like the nitty gritty weird things about these little shows that everyone's talking about. Um, yeah. You can listen to my show Bravo Happy Hour on Mondays. And then I'm actually switching up my format a little bit. So every other Thursday, I'm going to do a bonus episode and then Monday news episodes because it's too much work for me to do two news episodes a week. Um, so yeah, check that yeah. out. And Kara's been on a bunch of times. And I actually have you on my list of like people to have on in March and April. So I'm hoping you come on soon. Of course. Anytime, my lady. Maybe we'll... Yay. Be back in the studio at that point, probably not. <laughs> oh my god, I'm so bummed. That's another thing. Like, I'm recording from my apartment, so like, you know, it's a little bit harder for me. Like, going to the studio, like, I'm very forced to be on. I'm forced to have to feel like I'm in the moment. But when I'm just like chilling at home, I'm like, the last fucking thing I want to do right now is like podcast. I don't know. Like, we'll have to do my own one. It's just like too yeah. much work. I'm like, I like to go somewhere. It's more fun. But yeah, yeah, so hopefully in a couple of weeks we'll be back in the studio and uh, the world will be um, a little calmer? <laughs> question mark? Let's hope so. You guys have <laughs> a great week. I'll be probably posting several times this week, so catch me outside. Or not in, catch me inside. How about that? Um, <laughs> <laughs> so corny. I'm leaving now. Bye, you guys. <laughs>